next on the Wingman's Chronicles. Conspiracy. Tonight, strap on your motherfucking chin straps and get you a motherfucking Bible because it's going to be mad intense. Gang banging. Tonight, we're talking about gang banging and worshiping motherfucking devil. Going hand in hand. Strap on your motherfucking chin straps. Get your rosary beads and shit and your holy water and shit because it's about to get deep. Y'all ready? Well, motherfucker, let's get it to these live testimonies of gangbanging and the motherfucking occult. Tonight's episode is going to make you really fucking think. Some testimonies of individuals and their stories of violence, drug use, witchcraft, sorcery. Gang banging. And worshiping the devil. I had no clue that gang members was doing this shit. Now, when you look at that ballin' nigga, did he sell his soul to get that gold? Tonight's episode is gonna be some shit. Our gang members dibbling and dabbling in the cult. Sacrifice for power at all costs. Did this happen to Nipsey? Did Eric Holder, Nipsey's murderer, been doing the same, same acts? Tonight we're going to talk about it, gang banging, and the motherfucking occult, what G you believe in. Light your motherfucking blood up. And if you're scared, go to church. Y'all ready? Is this the reason why we kill each other? Let's listen to some testimony. Here on the Wingman Chronicles. Yo, let's give a shout out to DJ Ghost. He got something to say. 
What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Ghost. And look, my nigga, it's a group of reasons why people game bang. You know what I'm saying? Why? Like, a few reasons, like, number one, my nigga, look. All right. It's really a lot of people. When you hear, or when you see people on TV, like, oh, game bang because I ain't had no family, or I game bang because I was lost, I ain't nowhere to go. Like, my nigga, that shit is true. That shit is true. Motherfuckers really game bang because they have nobody. Then they see this structure and they want to be a part of that. And another thing, you hear people gang banging because they want to be a part of something. Nobody wants to be a nobody. Everybody want to be a part of something. And when you look at gang banging, the bitches like it. The niggas is on. They got money. They fly. They got cars. That's what you want to be. You know what I'm saying? So that's why niggas start doing. And the dumbest fucking reason to me of all my nigga is gang banging because it's cool. Like your ass can't get murdered the day you get put on type shit. You know what I'm saying? Gang banging is real. And motherfuckers don't understand that. Yeah, like, look, let me give you an example, my nigga. Into the street life and the gains and selling drugs, I believe, was from being molested as a child. When I look back at the root where it started at, uh, from being molested took me into isolation took me to fear having secrets. And so I grew up with this going on. I never told anybody and it made me isolate. And um, as I isolated, I, I just started finding myself running with the games. I found myself drinking alcohol, uh, smoking weed. I started with Delia. You come from this home, like I said, you even had, I believe, a scholarship in music, correct? Bramley State University. Okay, now, let's talk about that, because yes. like you said, you didn't grow up in a, a single-parent home. Most people will have this stereotype, right. you know, most right. people that get in gangs are come from a single-parent home, and they're broke. Right. Okay, now, you did come from South Central, however, you had a pretty nurturing I went to uh, I went to, life, uh, I went to private school to the seventh grade. Okay. So I told my mother to let me go to a public school, which is the worst thing I ever did. Right. Yeah, I went to private school till okay. seventh grade. And you was on the straight and narrow. Till then. So except the molestation was going on. Right. You yeah. know, and um, um yeah. I said it, it was no real love in the home. Okay. My family was like this. Back then they taught us what happens in the house, stay in the house. So when we go outside, we're the Brady Bunch. We, we're a happy family. But inside, it's a vision. There's no I love you. Nobody sit down and have dinner together. My, nobody knew my mother and father slept in separate rooms. The Black Experience. But outside, we was the Anderson family. Because we were middle class, my mother got a car every year. We had a camp and we went to Texas every year. I was in private school. What stayed in the house stayed, what, what happened in the home stayed in the home. They groomed us like that. And did you ever tell any of them about the molestation? No, never. Why, why they gone you didn't now? Feel no. yeah, why I didn't did. you feel comfortable? Why didn't you feel comfortable? Because the missing component of you, love? You, you didn't know, feel close to them? You no, know, you, you know what I think it come to, I think it is? Uh, 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 I don't know. I, I just didn't. I, I think fear. I think it was fear. You know, was one of them. And uh, and then and then and then and then I think another one was. If I really look at it, I think I started liking it because it was a man would give me all sex, right? Oh, right. And right. so and so and so all I knew 
is that something came out of me and I liked it. Right. right. You know, fear first of all, mm -hmm. and then I was I, I would go over there and let him do it. Right. So that brought up the growing up confused. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So I knew playing when a kid we playing house with the girls and they want to play, you know, and, right. and that the little girl thing. I can go climb through this window right. and really he he do what he do. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So I I think it was too a fear and a part of me liked it. To be real honest, uh, well, they would come to you back then, recruiting. You know, you would see them hanging out. Now, remember, I, I, I'm a loner because because at, at, at my neighbors molesting me. Right. You know, but I'm in school, but yet I'm a loner. I love music. Music was my escape. Right. Playing my saxophone, I escaped. Right. But uh, in, 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 in junior high school, the gangs was there. And they would come to you, recruiting, talking to you. You know, and so uh, I was just attracted to that, to the, to, to the, to the game. They weren't talking about reading. They weren't talking about no education. They just hanging out, smoking weed, and drinking and fighting. You know, great because spirit. there was a time that I had a dope house, and I had a young man that just that just uh, moved in our neighborhood, and we were watching the movie Penitentiary, and something came over me. What I come to know was a spirit. Mm. came over me that I hit the young man in, in the head with a broom and I told my homeboys to hold him down because I was going to rape him. Mm. And I thank God today that I didn't rape him. And they have rape scenes in that movie. In the they have rape scenes in that penitentiary. Okay. So you're saying that spirit that spirit came out of that movie. And plus, I've been molested. Right. Right. With that spirit on me. Right. Right. Uh, uh, Cultivated those type of thoughts. Them thoughts. And then the confusion of the behavior. Mm. Diffusion of the behavior. So, 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 so I thank God that I, I did molest him because I'd have crossed the line that took me to another place in my life. Yeah. God gave him the strength to get up and get out of there, mm. or walk up, or just a hit. Uh, that's a line you cross because once you do it, you cross the line to where next time it get easier and easier. You go through your stages of, of your mind trip, of what you've seen, your nightmares and all that, but the more you do it, the more your heart get hard. The whole the whole root of this thing is the heart. Malice sets in your heart, evil sets in your heart, and your heart get hard toward life to where you don't care. It covered up the shame, it covered up of all the pain, uh, but still at the same time, it brought something else out in me. It like brought a monster out of me. Not bring a monster out of me. Open, up to, open you up to the realm of darkness. Really, really using drugs is witchcraft. It's soft to the dark realm. What, what I experienced when I smoked dope, uh, I experienced demons, uh, I see spirits. What's that? Give me an example. Uh -huh. Well, spirits you see. Uh, uh, I would see like a murdering spirit. The drugs will make me want to uh, murder. Right. I see murdering spirits. And this, when I get high, it takes me to a place of the spirits seeing you killing people. Now, did you see the nightmares and all that? But the more you do it, the more your heart get hard. The whole, the whole root of this thing is the heart. Malice sets in your heart. Evil sets in your heart. And your heart get hard toward life to where you don't care. You still start off with a heart like that. It's, it's over what you do in these easy, easy visible lines we cross. Well, it, co it covered up the shame. It covered up of all the pain. Uh, but still at the same time, it brought something else out in me. It like brought a monster out of me. Not bring a monster out of me. Drugs open up to open you up to the realm of darkness. 
really, really using drugs is witchcraft, the sorcery. Pharmakia. Pharmakia. And most people don't understand that. So witches and warlocks use drugs to tap into the dark realm. What, what I experience when I smoke dope, uh, I experience demons, uh, I see spirits. Well, tell, give me the meaning now. Uh -huh. Well, uh, uh, murder, I would see like a murdering spirit. The drugs will make me want to uh, murder. Right. I see murdering spirits. And this, when I get high, it takes me to a place of the spirits seeing you killing people. Now, did you see the spirits? And what were they look no, like? No, well, you don't see them. You, you can hear them. them. You can sense them and they talk to you. What were they telling you? Murder. Kill. It made me feel like I had a superpower. I was invincible. Is that all they would say or they have dialogue with you? No, just kill. Just kill. Kill. Kill him. Let's go kill today. But you would have a compulsion when you speak it. I have a compulsion to kill. And they gave manifest. It would manifest. Their emotions would manifest in me. In me. Of murder. Yeah. There was murdering spirits. And I grew up in a neighborhood with gangs and then that's what we were doing. When my brother got killed, I got deeper into the drugs. I went on a deeper edge. And so and so when I use drugs, I can hear the murdering spirit say murder, kill. Let's go kill somebody tonight. Shoot out all the lights tonight. So just out of the blue, you just a spirit would come. Would come and say, um, go kill. Now did the voice sound like your voice or just a, a just a voice. Just an audible voice. Right. Just an audible voice. I, but I did know this. I could sense the spirit of death. Even though I wasn't saved, I used to tell my homeboy, somebody gonna die tonight. I said, Why do you say that? Why do you just say it's a funny thing we're talking about this? Because they named me bad news. That was my street. Names have a meaning. Right. And every time I come around, it be it be bad news. Mm. I bring some bad. I've been death in the power of the death. And now I preach the good news. <laughs> I would smoke drugs and drink alcohol of murder. Want to kill? Want to murder? Uh, watch women be raped. Of uh, perversion, mm -hmm. right. sexual perversion. Of uh, uh, the spirit would say kill. It would say murder, and it would lead me, show me where to go, or where we going tonight, or what neighborhood we going tonight, mm -hmm. and 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 um and and that's what we would do. You know, interesting enough, just a little side note: the thuggies. Yes. I wrote a book called Thug Mentality Exposed. Yes. And one of the rituals that the thuggies would have, the original thugs from India, mm -hmm. or they would go out and kill mm -hmm. to suppress their conscience, mm -hmm. to build opens up the mind to the dark spirits, and you you feel invincible. Now, I tell you a time that one time um, uh, I went out on a robbing spree high on drugs. And uh, when I woke up, I woke up in the cell and I came down and detectives came to me to, uh, and asked me what I did. I said, I don't know. I didn't remember none, nothing I did. Mm. And I told and I told them not understanding what I said. I said, I would do none of that in my right mind. But not knowing I wasn't in my right mind. Mm. I was under the influence of drugs. Naturally, I'm a good person. Right. But under the influence of demonic spirits through the opening door of drugs and alcohol, I'm a whole nother person. All right, y'all, what's good? I got a little story to tell. It's gonna make you shit your pants. But it's true. <coughs> you ready? <coughs> Some of these bitches be witches, nigga. Yes. No bullshit. For real. You scared? Go to church. Some of these women be witches. And, uh... I had an encounter with one. Uh, just straight up. Uh, you know, uh... 
I got a ride home from somebody, right? They, they, they took me home and uh, in the back seat, you know, it was an encyclopedia of witches and warlocks and shit, you know what I'm saying? And since you already know, I listen to a lot of coast to coast, uh, radio alchemy, uh, you know, a lot of y'all before millennials was uh, getting introduced through masonry, through 9-11, you know, secret occult knowledge, right? And I was in the back seat, I looked at that book, I looked at her, and I almost shitted on myself. I said, oh shit, oh shit, you a goddamn witch, right? And she said, well, I'm a Wiccan, right? First thing out of my mouth is, do you worship the devil? You a devil worshiper and shit like that, you know. And and Wiccans, they 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 it's an old religion, is what she states. It's an old religion, right? Right. And I knew something about the occult already. Not to say I agree with it or nothing like that, right? I just know what the learning channel and the history channel is teaching a motherfucker or the low key. Let's keep it real, right? But she gave me the breakdown, right? So I'm like, are you practicing magic? Now, you got to keep certain folks on your team and shit. Let's keep it real, right? Let's keep it real. You got to keep folks on your team just in case you do uh, have some type of attack or something like that. You need uh, somebody to run to, a trained professional, right? But I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck, right? Yep, Great witch. So cold, it would trip me out, right? Alright. I used to get bugged out by her friend's mama. She was just eerie. It's like the, the broad devil, the old, the old bitch could, you know, kind of like speak in your head telepathy style and shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know I just get this eerie feeling, eerie feeling and shit, right? It's like something ain't right about her and shit, right? Just, just something ain't right. Just something ain't right, right? And then she told me, she was like, you know, she's a witch also. That's why you was feeling like that. So she was like, can you see? I'm like, bitch, what the fuck you talking? Can I see and shit? I just, I was like, I don't need to be knowing all this shit. And she was just a little too much for a nigga, right? But everybody got that type of, you know, extra sensory perception and shit and I was right on the morning both of them fucking witches right I didn't steal from that house curse from that house ask for nothing from that house nothing nothing yes ma'am because she knew I knew she was a motherfucking witch and uh, when I was in that car I got confirmation Tonight we're going to talk about some crazy shit. So we're going to get into it. Here's the next segment. If you're scared, go to motherfucking church. Now it ain't only just nigga gangs. Mexican gangs is doing the craziest shit too. Let's talk about it.
Hello, this is Daz and Lauren, and this week's discussion is on criminal gangs and the occult. As I was browsing through news stories, I came across a story about a 15-year-old girl who was sacrificed to Satan by MS-13 gang members. 15-year-old Genesis Cornejo disappeared from her home on January 19th. Police were under the impression she ran away to New York with a man who had not been identified at the time. Instead, Genesis got mixed up with a pair of illegal Salvadorian immigrants who are alleged to have murdered her as part of a satanic ritual. Rosemary Cornejo, the 15-year-old's mother, recently took to Facebook to express her devastation regarding the death of her daughter, Rosemary. Blame some deed gang for taking her daughter's life. Alyssa Ticarelli, a woman who worked with Rosemary, when they lived in New York, claimed she had known Genesis since she was a young girl. Melissa recalled the last time she saw Genesis. When I saw her last time, she was really affectionate with her little brother. She was reading to him in the waiting room and just seemed like a normal young teen. The Houston police have yet to confirm the girl that was found shot to death on February 16th was Genesis Cornejo, despite the fact the family members and friends are claiming it is her. Diego Alexander Hernandez Rivera and Miguel Angel Alvarez Flores, who are 18 and 22, have been charged with both kidnapping and murder. Each of the males are being held on a $300,000 bond. The 14-year-old girl was able to provide police with enough evidence to link the two males to the murder of the 15-year-old whose body was dumped on the side of a road in Houston a few weeks ago. The girl believed to be Genesis was discovered by a man while he was driving his children to school. According to the 14-year-old, she was passed around from one man to the next in an apartment she had run away towards the end of January. Eventually, she was released to a group of gang members on February 2nd. She was then held captive for over two weeks. Girl revealed that the six of the gang members lived in the apartment and a man with the nickname Diabolico appeared to be in charge. The gang members forced her to consume drugs and alcohol before she was raped by a man named Daniel. Unfortunately, this horrific story did not end there. The 14-year-old was held down by the gang members while Diabolico tattooed a Grim Reaper on the girl from her foot to her knee. According to the 14-year-old, the older girl believed to be Genesis was also being held against her will by the gang members. The 14-year-old revealed that Genesis upset Diabolico when she bashed their shrine. Kokia. Now, did the voice sound like your voice or is this a, a, just a voice? Just an audible voice. Right. Just an audible voice. I, but I did know this. That's why they call alcohol liquid courage. Right. Now, if, he, if I if I link it up, and when I look back over my life, even back when I was molested, it I can go to a party without drugging alcohol. I'll sit in the corner, but let me get some alcohol. I'm on the floor. Mm -hmm. So alcohol gives you courage. Drugs gave you courage to do things you normally couldn't do. So it's it's it 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 it, it, it numbs you to your feelings. Right. It numbs you. It makes your heart get harder. Mm -hmm. You know, when you use drugs and alcohol, you open up yourself, uh, especially unknowingly, to these spirits, right, that, that allow you to get home. And what do they call alcohol? What do they call alcohol? The, the ingredient that gets you drunk? The spirit. Take that some shit. It allow you not have a conscience, not to feel, not to have no remorse. And the more you go, the harder your heart gets. I was dating a young lady. I wasn't raised in church. I knew nothing about church. Didn't go. Every now and then, my grandmother would take us. 
I was dating a young lady in my neighborhood, and um, I come to find out that she used to have um, her grandmother, she stayed with her grandmother, people in caskets on the wall. And I was like, what's all these people in these caskets? They say they just family members. One time her grandmother came home, and uh, they started putting up black sheets on the wall, over the glass and over the, the windows. I said, what they doing? They said, they're going to have a seance. Did I want to stay? I said, no, I don't do seances. But but I come to understand why my neighborhood was so cold. Mm. As I look back, my I'm physically cold. You feel like physically cold. Right. Remember, I used. Remember, you said I used to. I feel death. Death was right. It was a spirit of death in this neighborhood. And now I know why the grandmothers was witches. Mm. The grandmothers was doing seances. Wait a minute. Did you hear that shit? The grandmothers was conjured up spirits. It's about to get spooky. As I look back and do the inventory, why? Well, I understand now why the grandmother say, you better go kill them boys. You better go get them. The, grand the grandmother, the grandmother was, yeah, you, somebody get killed. Y'all better go kill them. Y'all better go get them. Now, what type of witchcraft were they involved in? Well, or, well I, I just know seances. Seances. They were okay. doing seances. These grandmothers that we wave to, walk across the street, go to run to the store for doing seances. Now, would some of them go to church? Some of them, all of them went to church. And still doing witchcraft. And doing witchcraft. Oh, shit. Did you hear that? All of them going to church. Message! Yeah, doing witchcraft. But it talks about in Acts, when they had one foot in church, one foot in witchcraft, he told them to throw away their witchcraft. And they stayed there going to church. Now, have you ever stayed during a seance? No, I didn't. I'm scared of it. Right. Even though I wasn't raised in the church, I knew I didn't want no part of that. But the root of this thing, I thought our grandmothers was in this. Grandmothers were in this. Wow. It, it was like the stage was set. Mm. You, do you understand what I'm saying? Right. If you got grandmothers doing witchcraft and seances, and here we come in games, they, they promote them. Now, were there any Freemasons like this? Like My father was a Freemason. Mm. but and, and that's interesting you bring that up, because he never took me... To a masonry thing, right. and I never got a chance to ask him why. But my father was a Freemason, and and when my father uh, passed away, I found all his books uh, 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 that he had, book on wisdom and all this different stuff. But he never took me to any Mason stuff. He never introduced me to it. You know, in our deliverance just in case I want to move on, because I'm in a decision mode. He was a lifer. He had been there for so long, and and you just couldn't. He's an old Z. He's an OG, but more so he's he's a lifer that's been in the system and, 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 and he's just known. And I'm just doing a violation. So you just can't move on a lifer like that. So who do you have to get permission from? From different lifers and different uh different different uh people that's under paperwork. Mm -hmm. Uh uh that, that I may want to move on somebody, who he was, what happened, and I and I wanna hit him. Right. I just couldn't hit him, hit him like that. Could have started rioting, started politics thing, because I was under paperwork. He was under paperwork, and in certain, in a certain things, you just got to under paperwork. Paper, paperwork is, is is when it's a prison game uh, for the Bloods, it's the BLs, UBNs, uh, for the Crips, for the Crips is like uh, the Crip Constitution, the Blue Notes, uh, 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 the C Notes, um, Mexican Mafia. Uh, uh, for the Spanish, would be Mexican Mafia. Mm -hmm. 
uh, for the Spanish would be Southsiders. You know, it's one thing to go to prison to, or to be in a gang, a cripple of blood, but it's another thing to get under paperwork. So it's basically a constitution you have to abide by. It's a constitution you have to abide by, and it's another level form organized crime in the prison system. Whenever a prison, a gang shoots something out on the street, it comes from there, that level. The Mexican Mafia, uh, the UBNs, the BLs. to go to a council. You have to go to the council, and you have to you have to kill to get in. You have to put work in to get in. Everybody can't get in. Uh, uh, um, it's getting pretty bad. Okay, so. And now more gangster shit and witchcraft and Satanism. Check out the correlation. Saint, period. You disrespect the devil, you disrespect the Denver. You disrespect the mafia, you disrespect the... It's all the same shit, so... Niggas shouldn't have to say that more than once, you feel what I'm saying? It's not rocket science. If you ain't strong mentally, that can easily influence you, you know what I'm saying? And that's why the little homies be getting fucked in their head, because the big homies grab them up and plant that seed of, of mistrust and disloyalty, you know what I'm saying? Fuck their whole, they whole structure off. So, yeah, when I was a young nigga, I don't want to put the homie name out there. He resting in peace anyway now. But, uh... He kind of introduced me to some shit that was a little dark side, you know, it's a little evil. We, we was on some satanic worship shit. And we, I was actually doing that for, man, about maybe seven, eight years. I was heavy into the into the satanic worship. My mom and my family thought I was crazy and shit, you know. I'm talking to the preachers left and right, asking, is, is, is heaven open for niggas like me? And they, they can't even give me an answer, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and if you ask me how I got in this shit, man, I, I can honestly say I just want to... I wanted power at a young age. I want to be. I wanted to be balling like the rest of the niggas. I don't want to be out here on no struggle, struggle nigga shit. So if a nigga tell me the easiest way to fame is to, is to commit myself to Satan, at that at that point in my life, that's what I did. You know what I'm saying? That's what I did. And I, I don't. I don't have no regrets on doing that because it made me who I am. Man, I've seen a lot of shit. When you worship the devil. You don't see shit the normal niggas see. And I always tell the homies that niggas be playing this shit, saying, oh, it ain't no God, ain't no devil. Okay, that's bull. You you want to know? I'm telling any nigga right now, if you want to know if on bloods, on lanes, if God or the devil is real, worship the devil. And you're going to find out how real this shit is, my nigga. Man, you probably look at me like an animal if I was to tell you the kind of shit that we was doing just to gain recognition from Satan. And, and the first thing, the first thing Satan wants you to do is denounce the Holy Ghost, which is which is considered the number one sin in the Bible, the number one unforgivable sin in the Bible. If any nigga studied the, the Bible, knows that, you know, and that's that's fucked up to hearing that for a nigga like me. I did all of that over and over, numerous times, blasphemy against the Holy Ghost. So I always be thinking sometimes, like low key, if there is a heaven or a hell, I'm already on my way there, you know. Speaking for me and my crowd, like I said, I'm not gonna put no names out there because that's something I don't. I don't know if everybody want to disclose the they done played with the devil. A nigga rather tell you he didn't uh, fuck the nigga in his butt or switched on paperwork before you. I'm just telling you, niggas, niggas. And I told me when I told the homies I was doing my interview, my little crowd that I, uh, you know, got on with the dark side with. Niggas like, don't, you know, don't put my name out there. That was back then. And I'm going to respect that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to respect that because I don't give a fuck, though. I'm going to speak the truth. I'm going to tell the truth. But when you, when you caught up in that, in, that, in that satanic shit, it's like... Every day you want to purposely do something to hurt a motherfucker or kill a motherfucker. Or every day your main focus is to go shoot or hurt somebody because 
you want to absorb the, you want to absorb the motherfucking energy from your enemies. You know what I'm saying? Period. Like my nigga Sinister used to tell me for swans, rest in peace. You want to absorb the energy from your enemies. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we was on. We was on the real dark side, the left. The, the, they call it the left hand. You know what I'm saying? In the satanic circles, it's called the left hand. You got the right hand, which is the godly walk, which was half of society, you know, uh, professed to walk. And then you got the left hand path where, where, where niggas like me was caught up in, you know what I'm saying? But I, I would never go back on that shit, man. And if God, if, if they do say Jesus forgive everything, then I hope you forgive a nigga now, you know? I was doing a seance in my room one night, doing a blood sacrifice. And I was invoking the spirit world, saying my chants and all that. And out of nowhere, the whole motherfucking bed in my room literally like yanked off the wall. I'm talking about, it took like eight niggas to carry this bed in the first place. This shit was one of those big wood, heavy, thick ass beds, man. It scared me so much, man. I jumped out the bed, ran, fell all in my room, trying to cut the, I knew it was some demonic shit. The feeling, I didn't have motherfucking crab niggas draw down there with your pistols. I didn't have niggas shoot at me dead, brain rain. So I know what the feeling feel like when you about to die. I know exactly what it feel like, and that's exactly how I felt in that room. And there was no reason for me to be feeling like that. Because we always pray to the 13th candle. We always do the same shit in the satanic rituals. For some reason, when that night while I was doing this ritual, I think, think God kind of maybe pulled this, pulled this little aura away from me and let me see just how, how real Satan is. And it got real. He tried to, he tried to manifest in my bedroom, period. Nigga, and I wasn't on not one motherfucking drug. Nothing lanes. I was sitting in the bed sober, nigga. This real shit coming from me though. And that was a turning point for you. Hell yeah. Nah, hell nah. Nah, I wasn't. Prison. That was the turning point. Sitting in this cell for motherfucking five years straight. That was the turning point because I was meeting a lot of niggas that had religious beliefs and they was older blood homies. And they was solid as fuck, you know what I'm saying? They was like, nigga, why you why are you professing your love to the devil? You think that's some gangster shit? You can be a gangster and get with God. You know what I'm saying? They were telling me I was too intelligent and I was I had my whole life ahead of ahead of myself. So why was I uh, committing myself to something that wasn't gonna lead to progress? You know what I'm saying? I, I always felt doomed once I did it. My first satanic anything with Satan, I felt doomed from that point on. So I never really felt like I could reconnect with Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So my whole life I've been running from it. Now, are there people still in PDL that are into the devil worshiping? Is that still yeah. an active thing? Yeah, I got a few homies that. Yeah, I got a few homies that slide with the dark side. And yeah. how do you feel when you when you interact with them? I'm gonna love them for however they is. I'm gonna accept any homie for however he is. I just ain't accepting no snitches. I'm a, if the homie come tell me he believe in Lucifer, I'm gonna get that nigga my hand shaking and embrace that nigga. <laughs> if he tell me he believe in Jesus and that's his God and his divine light then by all means, I'm, a, I'm embracing the same way, you know what I'm saying? I'm not here to judge none of my homies. We just gotta love each other and, and focus on each other. I be tired of niggas focusing on shit that's irrelevant to the homies. Niggas need to clean the eternal beef of the lanes out, period. Let's stop worrying about all these other hoods that's on the lanes, dick. Man, I feel tempted every fucking day and that's pathetic, nigga. I tell my wife all the time and she tell me I'm pathetic. Like, nigga, you, you, you sound like a dumb nigga. Because, okay, if, if I'm hungry, and I don't mean uh, for, for, for no provisions, I mean for some currency. And, and, and if a nigga got a bundle of it and I feel like, you know, I want to get it and I want to get it the, the easiest way possible to me, then I might, I might say a satanic prayer. You know, like, blessings to, the, blessings to this robbery. May, may I succeed in getting everything I need from this nigga. Because you can't ask Jesus this shit, you know what I'm saying? But Jesus wants you to protect yourself and love yourself too. And I, I don't want niggas to think I'm pushing the satanic shit because I'm not. I'm not telling no homies to push that, but I'm just telling you, like, 
if you go out to rob a nigga, if you wake up today and say you finna go rob a nigga, you demonic as a motherfucker. You got. And I swear I go too hard for my squad. The youth. I'm I'm the straight savage. Straight savage. Yeah. Huh? Banging hard. Banging hard. You banging, banging hard? hard. Oh, you throw your fingers up. Bang okay. Oh. Oh. Are we going to the mall again, fam? Nah, bro. Ops. We gotta go ride. What you mean? Like they coming too? Nah, man. We got some business we gotta take that. Some business. Now youth. This is the answer that you should be saying from jump instead of fronting. Yeah. Man, can you explain please? Well, you got that strap on you. My strap? You mean Velcro? Cause I don't wear them shoes no more, fam. I ain't wore those since about pre You like this serious. Oh, you mean you shoot somebody? Yeah. Oh, no. No. Good answer. I'm, I'm sick. Straight up sick. I swear. Sick. You talking about shooting somebody? You know that's 25 to life? Look, I don't care. You don't care? You don't care? When them niggas in jail bending you over, you don't care then? Let's go. No, you can do that yourself. Wasting time. Now, I'm gonna waste time in jail worrying about you, trying to look out for you. What about me? You gonna take a bullet for me? No, exactly. You're trying to get me to shoot somebody. I don't know what he did. The way he do. Exactly. You don't even know. What's good? Oh, I know some of y'all going to church right goddamn now. Um, the length that you will go in gangbanging is just, I'm, I'm speechless off the testimonies of, you know, the mothers, grandmothers, she doing dib little dibbling and dabbling and shit. And maybe, just maybe, this is one of the reasons why the community is in the uproar. Something to think about. Conspiracy. Motherfucker. Day. On the Weed Bear Chronicles. Thank you for tuning in.